Welcome to the iSmart Podcast Show with Tom Rogers, founder and CEO of iSmart Networks. We help connect entrepreneurs with key partnerships to build financial freedom. The average millionaire has seven streams of income, and our guests reveal how they created multiple streams in their businesses. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around for the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you could be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily transformational podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. Okay, so thanks for joining the iSmart Podcast. Uh, on today's show, we have RJ Kelly. RJ Kelly is the founder and chief visionary officer of Wealth Legacy Group. RJ, thanks for being on the podcast today. Um, I'm so you know, honored to be here, Tom. Thank you so much for asking me. I'm just really looking forward to our connecting. Yeah, you know, uh, we've been uh, just you know kind of doing some research on you, and you've you've uh, connected with us, and, and you've have a phenomenal business that you've been doing. You've been in business for years and years and years. Just um, previously, you mentioned that your father was uh, an entrepreneur, and then you are you're, you became an entrepreneur as well. Can you dive into your kind of a kind of a just a real quick synopsis of your back end story, and then we'll go into some of your accomplishments and how you created just additional streams in your business. Sure. As I like to say, Tom, the, the three world filters to go through to understand R.J. Kelly and what we've built is, number one, I'm a follower of Jesus. And not that anybody and everybody listening today, that's going to be their world filter. It happens to be mine, but it also directs everything that we do, both in our for-profit life and also in our not-for-profit life. And I'll yeah. hopefully time-wise touch on that. Second world filter is I'm an entrepreneur and I'm a son of an entrepreneur. My dad built a multi, multi, multi-million dollar company that unfortunately went bankrupt 10 years after his death. He died when I was 18. I had just started at university. And um, thanks to a, a godly mom, uh, who and we'd had a conversation a year before to just give me permission to not have to come back in the family business, or otherwise I would have gone back into the family business out of obligation and loyalty, just as my father did. Yeah. When his father died, when he had just started at university and he left and never went back. But my mom just said, you know, honey, we'd love to have you in the family business if you want to be a part of it. But if not, understand that you have permission to do and be anything you want to be. And she said, in fact, as much as I'd love to have you here, I don't think the business is would be challenging enough for you. I really think you need to make your own path. But whatever you decide, we are 100% behind you. So as a quick aside, parents, give your kids wings. Give them the freedom to be able to make those decisions. I am so grateful for my late mom and I adored um, for giving me permission to be really free to become who I am and, and so grateful for that. So that was the second world filter. I saw what happened when a very successful business owner, when his business was here and the team around him was competent. But as that business grew up to here and my father had not continued to grow or replace the management team, yeah. plus he had a very, very large life insurance policy, Tom, that died 10 days before he did. Wow. And at that point, we had to pay an enormous amount of money in federal estate taxes. At that time, it was you pay taxes when the first spouse dies, not now, which is when you pay when the second spouse dies. So we had to pay that. Um, our national uh, supplier and partner, uh, I won't mention any names, but their initials are Texaco, um, illegally changed uh, our agreements. And they just said, take us to court. We'll outlast you. And they did. We were in court with them for 10 years. We continued wow. to win progressively, but they kept deferral. 
and we just couldn't, we ran out of money. That's so great. again, the point of it is, is I work with mostly privately held pre-liquidity business owners, typically five to 10 years before they're planning on exit, to help pull together the various aspects of their estate planning, their insurance, their investments, their retirement, but also their business or exit succession plan, because most of them have it up here. They don't have it down here, less than 10%. Yeah. And then the last part is those are the legs of the table. And then the tabletop is philanthropy and legacy. We are all, every one of us, leaving a legacy every single day. I don't care if you're worth $10,000 or $10 million or $100 million. Yeah. We're definitely. all leaving a legacy and we get a choice in what that legacy is going to be, either for good or bad. It doesn't matter how badly I screwed up yesterday. I get a fresh new day to cover over and make a difference with what I may have screwed yep. up yesterday. Yeah. Amen. There we go. <laughs> so the second filter is, again, working and thinking ahead, planning proactively. And in all my years, Tom, I have yet to find a firm that does what we do at the level that we do it. I have an attorney on staff. I have a whole bunch of professional designations. You can find them on LinkedIn. Uh, at RJ Kelly, no spaces, uh, RJ and Kelly. Um, but again, the point is we, we try to bring as diverse a picture and, and perspective to our business clients and professionals and, and franchise owners that, that anybody has ever brought to them before. And so we have clients, no surprise, that are 30, 35-year-old clients, or 35-year clients of ours. And the, the third world yes, filter yes. that I bring is that my life, the reason I believe I'm here on the planet and I believe that every one of us, God has a unique mission for each one of us, mm. why we're here on the planet. Quick question, how do you catch a unique rabbit? Uh, not sure. You unique you? up on it. <laughs> unique up on it. <laughs> My central <laughs> nephew taught me that. And how do you catch a tame rabbit? Same way, unique up on it. So there you have it. Okay. Um, so the third rule filter is I believe I'm here on the planet to facilitate a billion dollars for philanthropy. We crossed 100 million in August of 2012, and I'm we're well on our way for our second 100 million. A lot of that comes from redirecting what I call the involuntary philanthropy, also known as taxes, primarily estate tax, income tax, capital gains tax, gift tax, and so forth. But what can we do to um, redirect that involuntary philanthropy towards voluntary philanthropy? And what most people are not aware of, and unfortunately, most advisors are not aware, CPAs, tax attorneys, financial advisors, consultants like myself, um, or if they are aware of it, Tom, they don't practice it, is that the government and Congress built into the tax system in 1969, what's called the 1969 Tax Reform Act that gave us a laundry list of different tools, what are called split interest tools, where we can do good things for ourselves and our family, as long as we're also willing to do good things for other people's families, schools, <laughs> so forth, either now, in the future, or both. So it's yes. possible, therefore, to redirect that involuntary philanthropy towards voluntary, and at the same time, do good things for our own families, but you have to do it in advance, and um, you got to work with people that know what they're doing. So those are my three world filters. Number one, I'm a follower of Jesus. Number two, I'm here as an entrepreneur. That is, does I want to work so that the same thing that happened to my family won't happen to any other business family. And the third thing is along the way, I want to help create a billion dollars for philanthropy. And my life goal is to get to 147. I'm a time marathoner. I'm working out all the time. Um, it, but, you know, my, so my goal is... <laughs> To live a long life, but a good life. If you're going to hit a billion dollars, you got to live a long time to be able to hit that uh, number. 
Yeah, I, and uh, and I've worked with one fellow family that um, his picture and face is all around here in San Diego. That when he died, he was worth one point one billion, who gave away virtually everything. And um, so I worked with him, but I'm not claiming credit for that one. So I'll I'll we, time another time we'll talk about that one. But interesting yeah, family. Yeah, super interesting. Um, so you know, it seems as if for for your business the philanthropy side of it donating over 100 million in 2012 and working on your second 100 million um that just sounds shocking to a lot of people you know i'm sure you you say that and it, and it blows people's minds and how what have you done over the over the years to be able to keep you know leveling up that number so you don't have to be 140 something 180 years old to be able to hit the number i'm sure you've created other ways to be able to expedite that process, correct? Sure. Well, one, I've created an amazing team. My wife's our COO. Um, I've got one of my very wonderful friends who is a, another marathon buddy of mine, uh, who's our in-house counsel. Uh, we've got extraordinary marketing and event uh, manager who from Ukraine, who is just a, amazing. Uh, I've got a, just added another member to our team on our business development side. We have a long-term friend who is our, our office manager. So when you surround yourself, we, our, our, our bookkeeper is um, escaped with her family from the communists in Nicaragua. Wow. So we have many stories. My wife herself is a survivor of the killing fields of Cambodia. So we have a lot of, of international exposure and amazing team that I love getting to work with and I love getting to see every day. So that's that was part awesome. of it. So in my business, if I was going to come to you and I was say, hey, you know, RJ, I'd like to, you know, just kind of give you my entire portfolio and see how we could possibly, you know, increase the business or, you know, manage my assets. Um, you know, and I have a somewhat, my business is a mobile car wash franchise. It's mm -hmm. very similar. Yeah, it's uh, a great idea. I love it. It's, it's not an actual you. franchise, but you know, <laughs> business opportunity, we give a lot of leniency on whether they can use the logo, if what you know, all these different options, what services they want to offer, like everything, um, and it does really well. What would be kind of like the entry points, you know, if we had any of the listeners that, you know, you know, wanted to possibly, uh, you know, do some business with you? What would be that kind of like entry level kind of process um, sure. to to getting going? Well, thanks for asking that, Tom. We do have, perhaps no surprise, a proprietary process. It's called the Critical Actions Roadmap. And we have a discovery interview that, again, uh, has a whole series of questions where my, my goal is that we will come to know those individuals that are coming to us better than any advisor has ever gotten to know them, whether or not they choose to do business with us. Most of the time, we are hired on a fee basis. But even before we get to that part, we do a discovery um, call just to see what's important to that individual. What are they trying to accomplish? And that, that call can be anywhere from typically 15 to 20 minutes. Sometimes I'll stretch it to 30 for no right. charge, just simply where we can have a chance to, to get to, to connect with them. Our number is 800-975-5355. That's 800-975-5355. And they can just call and schedule a time for a complimentary consultation. But again, it's first of all, with everybody, whether they're a business owner, whether they're an individual, you've got two big questions you've got to get clear on. The first question is why? Why are you here on the planet and, and why are you in existence? What, and then secondly is what? What are you trying to accomplish? What are you here to do with your business or with your life? So once you get really clear on the why and the what, and that's why I wanted to take the time to talk about my first world filters, because having that world filter as a follower of Jesus, right. as an entrepreneur, and as a mission to create a billion, 
it brings everything else in alignment. I know every day when I get out of bed what my mission is. Right. When we sit down and do have our daily huddle with our team, we have our big three where we go through and say, what are the three most important items for you to accomplish today? And where's your obstacles for you to achieve your overall goal for quarter and ultimately then for the year? But so for somebody who wants to call, we're going to take time to then get clear on your how. Because if you're clear on your why and your what, and maybe you aren't, and we'll find that out. But then we can talk about the how. And that's where we can then find out where we might be able to provide value. And if we're not able to, doesn't happen very often, but sometimes, um, then we'll be able to introduce you to other people that can bring value if, if we're not the right choice for that client. Very cool. That's yeah, very similar to uh, to the business that were that I just recently launched this year, which is iSmart Networks, um, which has that essentially the same thing. Are you connecting, you know, certain individuals to certain individuals that is going to provide great value to them that really they just wouldn't have those connections previously if it, if they didn't come on board and this podcast, and I'm sure you're aware of being on the podcast, it just connects you with phenomenal individuals, really, really extremely great uh, entrepreneurs and different individuals. So uh, it's been, it's been super good. So it's almost as if Wealth Legacy Group and what you're doing right now is very similar to what we're doing, um, just on a much, much more uh, higher scale. <laughs> more well, scale. I don't know, I, Tom, I'm, I just right before we got started, I was learning some things from you. So again, we're, it's like one beggar tell another beggar where to get the food, you know, we just yeah. come together and share. And that's why I love working with entrepreneurs. I love working with the people we have for clients, because as we drill down and really get to understand what gets them excited, what gets them out of bed in the morning, but also what their greatest fears are, what the greatest obstacles and concerns are, as we begin to, to really lean into that and be able to unpack it and then be able right. to, to resolve that for clients. Yeah, and, okay. it's so exciting. <laughs> yeah, you you really have it. <laughs> you really have done a great job in it. It sounds like uh, you know, uh, we would we should we should probably do some business together. Uh, <laughs> uh, one of the questions that we always ask in the podcast is: Is there any other additional ways that you've created revenue outside of just um, you know your your actual business, like your, your well legacy? Well, um, originally going back way back to when the Earth's crust was cooling, and right. I started. I just I graduated from Washington State University. I started in the life insurance business, which was the last career, frankly, that I thought that I would be doing, but. Um, I won't bore you with the story on that, but it, it is fascinating to see how God closed all the doors down and left that one door open and opened it wide open. And I found very quickly that I could be uh, both an entrepreneur in that industry, but I could also work with people at a very uh, personal, very intimate level. And I found people over the years had told me things that they haven't even told their pastor or their priest, um, sometimes even their partners. So it's a it's an incredibly um, it's a position of great importance that I just feel honored and privileged to, to be able to serve in that capacity. But very quickly after we, and again, coming from a business family, seeing what happened when my own father died uh, and not having the, the right kind of life insurance and not nearly the amount that he needed. Yeah. And so helping business owners to prepare in that way for either by sell agreements, estate liquidity, uh, other things, it quickly morphed uh, where they began asking, well, what about our investments? Can you give us some direction on that? So in addition to becoming a chartered life underwriter, I became a chartered financial consultant, um, eventually went on to get a master's with a subspecialty in the area of tax. Um, we formed our own independent registered investment advisory firm. We're one of all 1% in the country that in fact is independent. We're not connected in any way with a broker dealer. 
So therefore, it gives us allows us to be completely independent with making recommendations to clients whether or not we actually generate a, a fee or a revenue from that. Yeah. We, um, I'm a retirement income certified professional. Uh, I'm a chartered advisor in philanthropy. I'm an accredited estate planner. Uh, I'm also certified. So one thing kind advisor. of led into another. <laughs> just, you know, you so had one, one, one. Yeah, you have one thing, and then it opens up this other gap of another need, and you fulfill that need. Yep. And that is that's the most. That is the the definition of an entrepreneur. I think is someone that does that. They're just fulfilling needs, and the faster a person can fill the, fulfill the need, the more money they can make in the process. So sounds like you're a really good problem solver. Um, <laughs> and well, and also, you know, again, it's, it's finding the issues, looking and seeing where are the biggest issues, and where is there a lack of good quality information? And because people, there's force elements. There's data, and people won't pay anything for data today. There's knowledge, and again, generalized knowledge we can get off the internet in a heartbeat. There is, um, so I'm sorry, data, there's information, there's knowledge, and knowledge is the third level that yeah, people will pay something for, but maybe not a lot, or it's based on an hourly rate or something. But yeah. wisdom, wisdom is something that people are willing, because there's such a lack of it, people are willing to pay a great deal for that. So that's what our goal is to be able to bring wisdom to our clients. And, you've, and most of the time we're hired on an engagement fee. But as far as generating multiple sources of income, started in the insurance industry, morphed into the asset advisory business, we then also began doing the consulting side, creating this critical actions roadmap and people pay us a fee for that. And in addition to that, I found that I could introduce other professional advisors and I was shocked to find out that frankly, most of them would pay a referral fee. And because we are an independent advisor, we can structure, we can either bill for our time or we can, there are other ways that we can be compensated or we also have our own nonprofit. And so, I, you know, basically there have been times where I've brought some people in and they've asked how I can help. And I said, well, um, tell you what, you can always make a donation to our nonprofit because we're trying to impact people in a lasting positive way. And all the money is just a straight pass through. It doesn't, it doesn't come to any of us. And so we found that between for-profit, not-for-profit, and sorry, get my, my phone to stop. Yeah, so, you know, I think every, every one of those pieces that you just mm -hmm. mentioned, uh, they seem very rewarding. You know, even though they do create revenue Absolutely. streams, they're very rewarding revenue streams. And I think that's, you know, that's even more important. If you don't, if you really do not, you know, care or love or have passion for what you're doing, you know, it's not about, um, you know, how much money you make. It's about how you make your money, right? So um, <clears throat> I know one and one last thing, and we're getting a little bit to the end of the podcast here. Uh, we do about 15 to 20 minutes every single day. Um, we're introducing you to a phenomenal uh, entrepreneur that has created multiple streams of revenue. In this time, this is a very unique time. Uh, multiple streams is more are more important now than ever before. And I know you just recently did a five-day podcast um, with some other individuals and showed how to get through this crisis and how to get through this time and, and really thrive through it um, and, and keep their business alive. What is your advice to the listeners um, on how to get through this and how to kind of just get in that thriving mode and not let the fear and negativity affect them? Um, well, I, I would invite individuals to go to our website, wealthlegacygroup.com, go to our videos tab, and then go down and you'll find something called, Will, Will Your Business Survive COVID-19? And whether you have a business or whether you are just out there making an income, I would invite you to go to Monday and Friday's webinars. And in particular, on Monday, I interviewed a retired SEAL team captain about how you deal with crisis when you were in a 
very difficult situation. How do you immediately deal with crisis? Right. Um, my business coach is there, has some very practical information, as well as then Dr. Andy Ward, who talks about how to move from paralysis and overwhelm that many people are still in and be able to move into a place of positive reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would, again, there's no cost for any of that. We're just trying to get good information out to people's hands that make a difference. Right. There's also on Friday, we deal with where, when do we get to go back to Kansas, Dorothy? Uh, when do we get back to normal? Um, and there's a yeah. fascinating interview with the chief medical officer for San Diego County. And then myself and another colleague talk about the economy and when that will kind of get stabilized again. So what I'm, I guess what I would close with this, Tom, is the fact is this country is enormously powerful, strong, the economy itself, the underlying aspects of this economy are unbelievably strong. You put 31 million people temporarily unemployed, it's going to have an impact. But just as the, if somebody says to you, oh, we're going into a depression, change the channel that would by the way that would be another piece of advice don't listen to the the news news media go online get your information that way because the by and large the information that's being put out there is just purely to terrorize you and get you to come back and listen turn them off go so anyway the fact is we will have a much more rapidly recovery than most people are expecting and go, go listen to our, our podcast on Friday. And I think yeah, and this is coming from a financial advisor, people. This is not coming from just some ran, random guy that's just, you know, is, is, is working down the street for, you know, McDonald's and is listening to the news <laughs> every single day. You know, I think the higher up that you get yeah. with your connections and the, more, the higher up, the, as you start to level up your relationships, you get very, very good information. And that information, you know, they say don't, you want to ignore the majority and, and literally do nothing that they say. And the very, very few that you know you're getting good information from, you literally want to do every single thing that they say. Um, So understand this is an event-driven recession. This is an event-driven recession, not a structural recession. 2007, 2008 was a structural recession because we had the banking system basically collapsed. This is not a collapse. This is simply an event-driven recession and much shorter periods of time, much faster recoveries. And again, we get into that more in terms of, of analytics uh, on prior types of events that have occurred. So again, so don't panic. One of the one of the one of the I guess one of your advices, you know, now during this time would just be maybe shutting off the news, you know, um, just staying positive. And then what else? I mean, would you recommend them maybe setting up that consultation with you and seeing how they could maybe restructure some things to uh, reduce costs and kind of like put the, put the holes you know, fill the holes in the bucket kind of deal? Absolutely. I mean, there are, especially if someone is a business owner, but even if just an individual, um, there are ways that you can save money. One of my, uh, again, another colleague I'm happy to introduce you to, she has a wonderful paper on how business owners can save money right now uh, in their insurance coverages. Again, without going naked, without just dropping everything, what can you do to still have coverage, but also reduce your costs? For individuals, what we've done is we've actually just, we've parked one of our cars in our garage. And so my wife drives my car every day into the office um, because we then don't have to pay for the insurance. It's just in storage. So there are ways you can save hundreds of dollars just doing simple things like that. But again, the biggest thing, Tom, is to understand this country has been through far worse. Yes, this is an epidemic that 
for the media would have us believe is like nothing we've ever seen before. And that is just simply not true. And, and I don't have the time to get into why that is. Yeah. But the, the true reality is the fatality rate on this coming from German studies and other communities that have tested everybody in their communities is that the incidence of mortality is probably 0.0037%. In other words, it's, it's three tenths of 1%, whereas the typical flu virus is about one tenth of 1%. So that is more aggressive, but it's still nothing compared to what the media has been telling us that people are going to die at. Yeah, um, so turn off so the news, get back to work, stay focused. I would recommend just getting on a consultation with RJ. He is fantastic. Um, so thank you so much for being on the podcast, RJ. How, how are people, how would you like people to get uh, connect with you? Um, well, sure. we are, you know, we can go on multiple different ways. What is your preference? Yeah. yeah so, uh, so, um, Email is a great way to start, and that's RJ, the letters RJ, at three words, wealthlegacygroup.com. RJ at wealthlegacygroup.com. Uh, I did get the 800 number at the start. You can go to our website, wealthlegacygroup.com website. You can see a whole bunch of stuff there, um, videos, audio, audios, and other things. You can also send an email there if you um, see something you want to drill into a little bit more. And then one of my team will call, call you back, reach out, and we can schedule that complimentary consultation. Just make sure we know that that's what you want. Um, and again, we're here to help. We're not the, the ultimate solution. Um, as my wife likes to remind me, darling, I know you would do what you do for free, but the best thing we can do for the poor is not be one of them. <laughs> <laughs> that's really, really phenomenal. So, she's, she's a smart woman. <laughs> she's a very smart woman. That's right. Um, but the point of it is, is that we're here to try to help get your questions answered. Um, the first, as I say, first 20 to 30 minutes, absolutely free. And if we can't get it done, I know lots of people that can, I can bring in to help. So there you great. have it, people. Well, thank you so much, RJ. You are the founder and chief visionary officer of Wealth Legacy Group. Thanks for being on the podcast. We'll talk to you soon and have a, have a good one. Hopefully we'll have you, have you on the show a little bit later this year. Thank you so much, Tom. It's my great honor to be with you. Thanks. Okay. Bye. Thanks for listening to the iSmart Podcast Show. If you are a business owner with multiple streams of income or professional who would like to be on the daily program, please visit iSmartNetworks.com slash guest. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with hashtag iSmartPodcast. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? We'll promote you and your business to our media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up? In your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. While you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow. That's right. Seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Thanks for listening. And thank you for being a part of the iSmart Podcast.